up, mamas? It's Tanika Ray. I was a television host for 20 years before my entire life blew up when I had a baby. Shifting gears from red carpets to a gig called Mom required a whole new game plan. The carefree, globe-trotting boss babe me was suddenly in search of a mommy tribe to help me navigate the inevitable fumbles and fails of raising a kid. Mama Stay with Tanika Ray is a sanctuary for the mommy collective, where we amplify our self-love and self-care, trade tips on raising conscious kids, help each other fine-tune our boundaries, and celebrate the highs while forgiving ourselves for the lows in the wild, 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 wild world of mommying AF. Welcome to Mama Stay with Tanika Ray. It is Tanika Ray. And you mamas are in for a really amazing treat. Well, first of all, let's honor what just passed. September 30th was International Podcast Day. Yay! (laughs) I'm new to this crew. I am almost at a year of producing one podcast episode, one amazing podcast episode every single week since last October. So thank you for writing with us today. There's a lot of things in my mind, and I want to make sure that I can be a space of elevated thought and peace, to be perfectly honest. I think that this space is so intentionally created so that we can see ourselves, we can feel a kindred spirit, we can feel a sisterhood with women all over the world who have achieved incredible things, all while nurturing raising and taking care of a whole other human being besides themselves. Now, it sounds crazy to say it that way, but there are a lot of people in our society that only have to worry about themselves when they walk through the earth. It's, you know, and I remember being that person. I loved being that person. I was single and I didn't have a baby. It was great. And I knew it wasn't going to last forever, but I did revel in it. I would leave the house at 2 a.m. I would go to a party. I would do whatever I wanted to do. And I did it well. And that's the thing. I, I just hope everybody has that chapter. You either get it before you have kids and you are intentionally living it up, or you have babies early and you get that sense of freedom when they're out the house around 45, 50 And that's a whole other turn up. The choice is yours. (laughs) And I chose the former, waited to the last egg, honey, because I had fun. So now that I am raising a whole other human, I think so much about my journey, how I stay strong in these very uncertain times, how I push through how I love myself so deeply to the core. It is rooted in a way that I never thought was possible 20 years ago. But because I do very simple things, I fortify, I reconfirm that love for self. But it's only by doing things that heal, that deal with my trauma, that deal with my past, that solve problems, like all of that will allow you to live a very joyful, strong, unflappable life, in my opinion, because you're only flappable or knocked off your center if you aren't looking at the full picture. And I think a lot of us go through life with blinders on, not looking at the full picture in our personal lives, especially. 
And so I think the more educated we are, the more we have lessons from Mama O, Oprah, you know, Super Soul Sundays, or we're going to Tony Robbins events or Dr. Shafali's Evolve, or we go into meditation daily, or we travel to Bali, whatever it is that we are utilizing to connect with self, now's the time that we need to be doing it more than ever. Some people vow with their crystals. Some people vow that meditation is the way. Some people vow that it's yoga, but whatever it is. Or I just ran into Damaris Lewis. She is everything, especially for what she said that night at Marcellus Reynolds screening for his movie, Supreme Models, that just is riddled with deliciousness all the black models over time who have graced the pages of all the iconic magazines. So I was there that night and I ran into Damaris Lewis, who was saying how being in her garden is the greatest way that she connects with self, being in nature, and that she spends 99% of her time in her garden so that she connect with self and fulfill that relationship with self while spreading and emanating positive vibrations healing, you know, devoiding her life of trauma and toxicity. That is what people are doing to counterbalance how ugly some of the world looks right now. So I wanted to bring somebody to help us further dissect what it is that we can be doing to propel ourselves on a beautiful journey right now, even though it feels like the world's on fire. We need tools. So I called up my sis, Melinda Williams, who you know as Bird from Soul Food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She specifically has been on an incredible journey to herself, and she very much loves to share it. She's written books. She has events. She's got a habit, and that's the name of her company. Please welcome to the mic, my sis, your friend, Melinda Williams. gorgeous. Hi, beautiful. I have been talking to you because I slammed my makeup on in like 30 seconds and I'm like, as only you can. (laughs) I swear I was just being grateful for that. I'm like, I am a nineties girl. It was like, you walk out the house, you feel pretty or you don't like it is what it is. Right. Just the brows. The brows were all that counted. The brows. I mean, we didn't even do brows then, did we? We weren't plucking or nothing. Well, I was. I I remember my girl was Anna. Anna was my go-to girl for brows. Well, you were on TV and in movies. So that was, you were next level. We pedestrians weren't doing it in the 90s yet. You were way ahead of us. You had cameras like this in your face. So Uh, it's true. It's true. Tell me about that because, well, first of all, I feel like I've known you pretty much my whole life, which is not true. I we met you in the night together, but not really. Yeah, I know that's, but that's your life. You've, everyone feels like they've grown up with you, which is such a beautiful place to be in people's lives. You know, you have been on our televisions and in our, on our movie screens for a couple of decades, but yet you probably get carded. Don't you? Is that all? <laughs> is that all you counted? Cause I counted more. Yes, we all know and love Melinda Williams because she has been on our TV screens and in our hearts for decades, 
decades. I mean, really, if you ever want to know what contribution somebody has made to the arts, to our media, to pop culture, always go to their name and then IMDB. It's the movie database. IMDB. Check the receipts. Mama goes all the way back to 1989. She played a girl named Lynette on Miami Vice. Y'all, she's legit. She's OG. She's my sis. We love her. And obviously, when I think of Mama's Day, I think of women and mothers just like her. So I gave her a little ring-a-ding-ding. She said yes. And away we went. Up next, actually, she shares this incredible (laughs) shower curtain hack. I can't even get into it, but that's going to be up on my YouTube page soon. So look out for that. Right now, I'm going to fast forward into how she manifested the life of her dreams. This is a how-to. She has had an incredible roller coaster of a life, as all of us have. Hers is so textured with successes and loves and divorces and children. It is ripe. So I'm going to jump back in. And right here, I was talking to her about how in Hollywood, there is a group of women that all know each other. And, you know, I've always been a girl kind of on the outside on an island, but I was telling Melinda how I was always rooting for every single queen up in there. When I tell you the Essence Black Women in Hollywood event is like the yearly annual blessing of all the women in Hollywood, it is incredible. And to be there is an honor. And I've been there a couple times. Thank you, Essence. I was always that girl. I was a perpetual cheerleader because nobody is my competition and I'm not anybody's competition because what's meant for us is meant for us. And Melinda, of course, takes that baton and she's off. You know, I feel like I've always been that girl. And and is that rare in Hollywood? Because I'm a cheerleader for all of us. I don't compete with anybody. You feel like that same energy. Is that rare? Honey, I mean, I think it's rare in the world. But yes, certainly rare in Hollywood, because I think we have kind of been brainwashed. I was going to say trained, but brainwashed into believing that there is not enough to go around. And yes, it is true. When there is a leading role, there is only one available for that particular project. That just means that is not your project, that your leading role comes on a different project. And that's where you have to retrain your own psyche into going, there is enough. This one just happens to be for that particular individual and not for me, but my time is coming. Mm. Mm. And knowing that is all, all in divine timing, always, right? Always. Never not. It, everything happens in God's time, period. I don't care what you believe. Believe what you want to believe. But everything happens in divine timing. When you know that, you are able to rest easier. You are able to say, listen, it didn't happen today because it wasn't supposed to happen today. Right. You know, that's part of what I've learned over the years as as my great life lesson. Mm. My great life lesson is what's for you is you can't miss your train. You can't. No, it never happens. But I want to know, because this is really starting to I'm now thinking of when I met you. I'm now thinking of how spirituality was really thrust into my life. 
And it was right when I met you during the soul food days. Was that when it kind of came into your life or have you always been on this path of divine timing, higher being, everything that's meant to be shall be? Honey, no, you're intuitive powers are on point because that's when it came into awareness. I came into the awareness of it while I was working on soul food. Now I always had a sense about it. And I guess it's that, that sixth sense, right? It is that, that the intuitive powers that we are born with, but I was only really becoming aware of being able to connect very specific dots. When I started working on the TV show, soul food, it was like in my face. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not really sure exactly why I, I, sometimes I would think, is it my age? Is it because I'm working with certain individuals? Is it because I just became a mother? Like, Mm. what is it? But things were coming at me so fast that I really didn't even have time to investigate why it was happening. I had to really dive into what was actually happening so that I could really, you know, understand coming into the woman that I was coming into spiritually, my soul, what was my soul level purpose? Well, I don't want to ask ages because I certainly don't speak age. It doesn't mean anything to me, but when you got soul food, where were you in your life? Had you had your baby already? Oh yeah. When I got soul food, my son, Omi Kaye is his name. Omi was, uh, we call him Omi, but Omi was nine months old. Exactly. (laughs) Wow. When I got soul food. And what's interesting Tanika, is that when it came, I was like, no, I don't want to work on that TV show. Thanks. I'll pass. I passed three times. And it was so interesting because, and, and this is why I say this is where my journey began or the awareness of my journey began because I, I said no, and I was adamant about it. I was separated from his dad, Makai Pfeiffer, as you know, or maybe you don't, but that's his father. And I, we were separated. We were going through a tumultuous breakup, I guess. And he was nine months old. And I was like, I don't have time to go be on somebody's TV show that shoots in Toronto. I got a life here. I have a family to take care of. I have a marriage to try to save or maintain. My family needs me. The TV show, y'all can do that with somebody else and you'll be fine. And so will I, hopefully. (laughs) There were these really weird things. Like I'm telling you, I would run into someone at Gelson's and they would say, oh, hey, I heard you're going to be on the TV show Soul Food. And I'm like, I don't know where you heard that because I'm not. And then I went to like a TV, a movie screening and someone else came up to me and said, oh, it's so wonderful that you're going to be on the show. And I was like, but I'm not. And so there were there were a few sort of weird occurrences that happened that were like these signs that were saying, well, am I supposed to go to this audition? Like what's happening? And so then that's when I went in my little closet and I consulted with spirit. And ultimately I wound up saying, just show up, Melinda. And obviously I was showing up with what for what was to change my life, right? Life. For my destiny. And yes. it was like, I couldn't miss that train. I tried. <laughs> I tried to send that train on its way. And it was like, no, no, boo, this one's for you. Come on. That's crazy to me because it just reminds me, we have got to get the F out of our own way. 
I have goosebumps thinking that that show would have happened. There's nobody else to play that role. What are you talking about? Well, what was crazy is people kept saying that, oh, no, we knew it was you. Like even other actresses and my friends, they were like, oh, no, we knew it was yours. I was like, how did you know? Because I didn't. I was so hyper focused on being the best mother and the best wife possible that there is no way going to another country to film a TV series, which is, you know, grueling work, as you know. Yes. There was no way that was supposed to, in my opinion or in my thought, was supposed to fit into my life. But little did I know it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. Even to help with the relationship, to help go through the breakup in a, in a safe way, in a safe yes. space. And then also to be able to express the emotions that I was experiencing at the time, which by the way, I wrote a book. I write about this particular story in my book. It's called The Game of Life and How to Slay It. And I tell the story of when I was working on soul food and how simultaneously I was going through a divorce, but how, how working on soul food and the, the parallel that was Bird's life and Melinda's life mm. actually helped me through the process. And I think that was the gift that God was trying to give me. Yes. Gifts that God was trying to give me in soul food, the series. Mm. Another goosebump moment, because that is ex- the parallels are unbelievable. Because if you had, I mean, there's no regrets. I mean, Makai has gone off. He, ha- he has another wife. You have gone off. You have this beautiful husband. Like life is always trying to guide you down the right path. Not the right. That's a hard word, but the path. And it doesn't take anything away from your marriage to Makai. It no. doesn't. Because no. I really, truly believe relationships are just as important, whether or not they're three months, three years, or 30 years. It is a powerful moment to connect with somebody to get whatever lessons you're supposed to learn and then to move on. Yeah, I will say this again. I write this. It's a great story that I write about in my book. You can kind of see the arc of it. But, uh, you know, I'm so grateful for that time, that relationship. Obviously, I'm grateful for my son. But through that relationship, I learned one of the greatest lessons of my life. And that was a lesson about what truly is unconditional love. I learned that lesson early on so that I then, when I met my my new husband, my current husband, I understood it already. I already knew what it was. So when I made the vow to him or when I, when we decided that we wanted to get married and even before we got married, that unconditional love was already in place because I had gotten that lesson years prior. It's everything that's happened for me Mm -hmm. has gotten me to this place that I have to be grateful for all of those things preceding. That's a bar because you're a hundred percent right. That's why I don't dwell on anything. I really, truly don't. People are like, I'm sure people have their own narratives about she was on TV. Now she's, I'm happy, content. I am filled with self-love, whether I'm on TV every day or not. Or not. Truly. And I understand God's moves. So I beg for women to get in that place of understand, like trying to find the understanding. And even if there isn't an understanding, surrendering into it. Surrender. Surrender. 
that was a big one also while I was working on soul food or during that season, I should say, because it's not just about soul food. There were other things, many other things going on, but surrender. That was a lesson and different seasons call for different things, right? Some seasons are seasons of action. Some seasons are seasons of stillness. Some seasons are seed planting. Some are harvest. Some are surrender. And that was a time of surrender. And it was like, it was painful. I will, I will be very honest. It was so painful. It was like, oh my God, I'm on my knees. What more do you want from me? But when you come on the other side of it, and the blessing rains down. You understand why you had to be on your knees because you would have been doing too much, getting in the way, as you said. Yeah. And the distraction is a blessing. The distra- especially in your passion, that distraction is everything. Ooh, girl, I can't even... I can't even describe the blessing that the distraction was. And then mind you, I'm sitting here in Los Angeles going, no, 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 my family needs me. No, 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 no. It's all about family first, family, family, family. Little did I know, God was like, yeah, that's your family ain't going nowhere. I'm about to give you another family. Another family. And (laughs) what other TV show do you see people who work together that are still stuck like glue. Y'all are no joke, the three of Girl, you. Girl, let me tell you something. Those are the sisters that God gave me that my mother did not birth. And yeah. that is it. But those are my sisters and yeah. my brothers. And we have such a special bond that can't be broken. There is no other. And I told them as much when we were working on the show. I said, you guys know... Because some people were new to television series. Mm-hmm. Some people were new to the industry or you know, relatively new. And I had been in the industry decades already. You could say it. Boris was new. Darren was (laughs) new to a television show. (laughs) And so, but I, but even, even new to series. Yeah. I had to explain to even, um, I think my sisters at the time, I was like, this is not normal. People do not bond in this way. People come, they lights, camera, action, cut. It's a wrap. And that's it. They go their separate ways. Mm -hmm. I knew it was special. Yeah, it was. And I want to, I'm going to have a moment here because we both said that spirituality came into our lives during that moment of soul food when it started. And I don't think I've ever, and I never talk about my exes ever. I never say their names. It was pre the internet. So I feel good about that. But I, I, in a very humble moment, I'm going to cry. In a very humble moment, he is the one responsible for bringing spirituality into my life. 1000%. He taught me all the, the, the laws of the universe. And I would be such an asshole if I ignore his influence because it was so... I don't know where he got it from, but he already knew it. Something we didn't know yet. Deepak's and the Oprah's and all of the lessons. So I'm thinking my ex, who I may have destroyed emotionally for a moment, but I thank him because he was on to it way before we were. Yeah, you're absolutely right in that he is and was a very, was then, but he's obviously still with us. He's a very powerful individual spiritually and and physically. 
But I will tell you, everyone who worked on that project had some spiritual purpose there. And so we all came in our own right with some spiritual grounding. It was almost like, I don't, because I, I, I almost don't want to give credit to a human being mm. for giving us permission to be on that set. They're vessels. They're just vessels of they information. Just vessels. This was a divine appointment. Yeah. Soul food was a divine appointment. Uh, <laughs> mm, I love it. And it's funny because my first job in Hollywood, I was the stage PA for Friends. First season. They were nobodies. And in three weeks, they became the biggest stars in the world. Yep. And so I'd already done that job. So I witnessed the magic of an ensemble. And then I watched you guys. I personally have never been in an, a magical ensemble. I now am asking universe. I think I would like to have that. Well, I think you would too. It's, it, it really is amazing to be a part of something like that, that where, you know, there's a greater purpose. And even to this day, you're still, it, it is still serving yes. something that, you know, long has long been closed. The books have been closed for us yes. in terms of the work, but the sort of ripple effect of the work is, is still echoing. It's still echoing wherever it needs, wherever and however it needs to. And I, I also want to just say that I appreciate you for reminding me and then reminding us, whoever is listening or watching this, when you do have that moment, like sometimes we dwell on the negativity of an experience, right? We dwell on the pain or something that we perceive as having been done to us, mm -hmm. right? We dwell on that part of it. But for you to have the awareness to say, that person taught you so much. That person opened a door to self yes. that you may not have opened your, yourself to me. And in those ways, these are angels who are sent to us, right? Sometimes they're not even aware of the part that they play, Yeah, but they're equipped. <laughs> so they, so they get used. A hundred percent. He, he was a, well, he is a master manifester. Girl, that man can manifest anything. And I was like, I literally watched it happen yep. in real time. That's one of my favorite phrases, master manifester. I'm also a master manifester. Yes, me too. And then I go, is that sexist? Should we say mistress manifest? I get all confused about the language. Is master it male? It doesn't matter. No, I think it's also you mastered it. Yes. You've mastered how to, how to manifest. Nicole is a master manifester. Absolutely. Darren, we're all master manifestors. Yes. I know you got to go. I could do this with you forever. Much love to you. I'm going to let you go. I'm so grateful. Been such an incredible conversation. I love your evolution so much. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you, Tanika. I'm, I'm excited about it and excited about yours as well. Got some things percolating. Got some things. <laughs> Much love, baby. I will talk to you soon. Okay, have a good one, love. You too. Bye. Oh, she's she's the bomb. And it's official. 
You've just listened to that pod. And I'm already saying there's going to be a part two. We didn't even get into her child, her baby's father, her very famous ex-husband, and how that's played out since her son was born. It's a beautiful adventure and one that I continue to learn from. And by the way, about my personal business, yes, I dated a man who was affiliated with soul food. I was actually engaged to him. So I've known Melinda since it aired, It start, since they started shooting back in 2000. I actually think they officially started in 1999, at the end of 1999. And then they all moved to Toronto, Canada, and it started airing in 2000. So I've known her for a long time, and I am very sincere about my thanking the universe for my ex-fiancé's influence on me when it comes to manifesting my greatest life. Thank you so much, you guys. As always, thank you, Jenny Media, for having my back on all of these podcasts. And thank you to my guest, Melinda Williams. I adore you, sis. You are just filled with light and we need more of that every single day. And I'm here to give this to you guys always. You can always depend on Mama Stay. If you have somebody that you would love for me to get down with and interview, Please get with me at Mama Stay with Tanika Ray at gmail.com. As always, I have some more amazing mamas coming your way. Tell a friend. <laughs> Much love, guys. I'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out, Mama. I know how little time we have in our day to honor ourselves, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Make sure you click like, rate, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you think about today's show and what you want to hear going forward. Remember, mommying is a gift and you're doing a kick-ass job. So, Rusa and Mama Stay. <laughs>